So if you haven't met me before, my name is Claire. I have been at Gateway for about 20 years now and doing youth leading for, this is my 10th year actually. Um, I'm a primary school teacher, so I teach grade five, six. Um, I love teaching. It's, yeah, it's really awesome. Um, I play football, AFL football, so any football fans out there, it's, it's awesome. And I also go for Geelong, which is also really cool. Yeah, get around it. Um, this term, we have been looking into Jesus' Jesus' character and what it looks like to be like Jesus. I'm going to delve a little bit deeper into the topic of prayer and how, it can, um, how we can be prayerful always um, and the importance of that. If you're unsure of what prayer actually is, it's essentially just us chatting to God. He wants us to communicate with him just like a person-to-person phone call or like you, you would with your mates. To many pr- people, prayer seems complicated, but it's just simply chatting to God. The Word of God is full of accounts or moments describing the power of prayer in many situations. Some are just uh, the power of prayer has overcome enemies, conquered death, brought healing, you name it. The awesome thing is that through God, sorry, through prayer, God opens eyes, changes hearts, heals wounds and grants wisdom, which I think is so cool. Now, something to keep in mind is that that often it can take more than one conversation with God to see change or see him work. I know there's been times in my life where I'm like, God, like I've been praying this for so long. Why is nothing happening? But it's in those moments that um, it's not about him not hearing our prayers, but he knows what's best for us and loves to see our faith build through our prayer life. So why did Jesus pray? Prayer was an important part of Jesus' life, many times in the Gospels, which is just um, some teachings of God. We read that Jesus prayed or went alone to pray in his own time. But why did he pray? I mean, if he's God, then, like, you know, why did he bother? He prayed because of his relationship with the Father. He prayed because of his dependence upon his Father. He prayed because of the example he wanted to set for his followers, and especially us. Consistent prayer is essential and is one of the, the pieces of armour that God provides us that energises all of the other pieces. In Ephesians 6, 11 to 18, it says, Put on the full armour of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armour of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground and after you have done everything, to stand. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to this, Take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. That piece of passage from the Bible is so key and every day, um, I know I try to wake up and put on the armour of God so that I can, you know, get through the day with, with God. So how did Jesus pray? 
He prayed in many ways, but the real, well, I guess most valuable question is how did he pray? Just to name a few, he prayed for guidance in places of quiet solitude. I think that's super important in our life in terms of um, just situations that arise and actually praying for guidance from God on what to do in those specific situations. Jesus prayed for his disciples and for all believers. He prayed to praise to the God, his Father. He prayed prayers of thanksgiving. He prayed in a posture and with an attitude of devotion. And he also prayed in times of anguish and hurt, which sometimes seems like sometimes it's the only time that we do pray when we really need something. But Jesus prayed at every time. I'm about to show you a YouTube clip which kind of shows you, um, it's a bit of a funny version of uh, what prayer might look like um, and how one person sees it. Oh, that's, that's very funny. I like that one. So why do we struggle with how to pray? Just like you kind of saw up there, there's this whole perception around it. And I remember when I was younger, I used to listen to how others would pray and mimic and kind of um, just come up with these weird words. Like sometimes, I remember like this one time, this isn't exact, but it was kind of like, it went something like this. Oh, Heavenly Father of all fathers, you are ever so brilliant and your word is glorious above all. Your words are as sweet as honey and you make those grey skies blue when all seems lost. Make my path straight upon the hills that I may walk up and lead me to you when I become astray. Now, don't get me wrong. There's, there's nothing wrong with this prayer, but when I was praying, it wasn't my heart praying it but it was the words which I'd heard from somebody else or that I thought sounded good in that moment. We think we have to pray long with really big words for it to really work. We measure ourselves against others who may be good with words or have been a Christian for a long time. And it makes us feel unqualified or unworthy. Sometimes we separate prayer from the rest of our life. We look at it as something we do in prayer meetings or in quiet time, which is which is great when we do it there, but God wants it to be a consistent thing throughout our whole day. I've got three tips for you that will hopefully give you a greater understanding of prayer and the power behind it. Tip number one is pray simply. As I was saying before, we might think we have to pray passionate, persuasive words for God to hear us. But in reality, he listens even to our shortest SOS prayers. We can talk to God in everyday language just like you talk to a friend. We don't have to pray long. He delights in a simple word of praise like, Lord, I love you. He treasures the prayer of a teenager when they, call, when they say, hey God, I really need help with this exam. I have this sack and I just, I'm just feeling really anxious about it. Please help me. He answers the simplest prayer. Lord, give me strength for today. That's all I need. By praying simply, you make prayer an integral, integral part of your day. I encourage you to start and end your day with prayer if that's something that you need to start with. Pray over your schedule. Ask God to help you with your to-do list. When you hear a troubling news report, lift the situation up to God. Say a prayer for your friend or family member as you give him or her a hug. I know a friend of mine, she gives thanks every time when she stops at a red light and that's just something that she does now. It's just something that she's um, just been embedded into her day. Look for prayer moments that work for your life and make it a part of your day. Tip number two, read the word. Have you ever had a one-sided conversation with someone who talked continually without actually ever listening to you? The conversation probably did not go very far. 
We do the same thing to God when we pray without reading the Bible, which is his eternal letter of love and wisdom to each of us. Reading scripture helps us to get to know God because it is his word after all. It brings life to our prayers. I know that I want to have more effective conversation with God. And to do that, I need to read more scripture. And the last tip is pray expectantly. Prayer becomes a lifeless exercise when we're not looking for answers. Jesus invites us to expect God to work. In Matthew 7, 7, it says, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. How much more exciting prayer becomes when we keep our eyes open to watch for God's answers and what he does. Sometimes I wonder how many answers I miss because I didn't really expect God to move. I think, oh, nah, this is too big for God. Nah, I can't see a way through this. God, there's no way he could do anything with this. And I put him into this box and I limit his ability. And because of that, I miss opportunities. The last thing I want to leave you with is pray and watch for God's answers so that you can thank him. He might answer differently than what you expect, but his answer will always be better than what you had in mind. Pray as Jesus prayed because this is the character of him. Let me pray. Please close your eyes. Lord, thank you so much for who you are. Thank you for giving me the words to speak and the ears to hear you. I pray that when we speak to you, God, that it won't be about the words that we do or don't say, yet about the way that we chat to you from the heart and just want to hear from you and expect you to move, Lord. I pray that you remind us daily of who you are and that we are constantly in conversation with you, just like we do with our friends. God, I pray that as we are in conversation with you, that you speak to us and give us the wisdom and understanding that we need when nothing else seems clear. Thank you in advance for listening to our prayers and for answering them when you know best. I pray that we won't compare ourselves to others, but we really just trust in you and know that every word that comes out of our mouth when we speak to you, Lord, that you hear and you honour. I pray these things in your name. Amen.